0: Cool. Well, well, well. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Curious Muse right here on the Curious Anarchy Podcast. This afternoon, (laughs) on a Sunday, you are sitting with myself, Jermaine, and my co-host, Mark. How are you, Mark?
1: Well, as I live and breathe, I can't believe I'm with Jermaine on a Sunday. I mean, does life get any better than this? I mean, if Terry Wogan invited me to his house now, I wouldn't go. Uh, <laughs> just amazing. Thank you very much to be in your company.
0: Awesome. Would, because then it might provide a little lead for Curious Anarchy to uh, appear on his next show. No,
1: no, no, no. You're better than that. <laughs> we don't have to go low league. No, 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 no,
0: no. no. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're okay, better than that, so... fella. Up today, we're going to discuss a few little bits and pieces of news. We've had uh, a couple of episodes recently, it where we've covered the gas crisis. Um, any updates there?
1: Well, it's, we keep being told it's not a crisis, Jermaine. There is gas in the world. There isn't gas in the UK. That's the issue. It would appear, and maybe I've misread this, that by leaving... The Union of Europe, we have seemed to have done what the equivalent of Turkey's voting for Christmas. We've, we've a- appeared to have imposed sanctions on ourselves. <laughs> um, so we are now in a situation where virtually every time we turn a corner, another mishap a- arrives.
0: Mm. Another and, and exposure. Of well, what? one
1: is, one is torn between thinking: is it because we left Europe, mm. or is it because we have a government that would struggle to organise a drinking yes. a drinking party in a brewery? It's really <laughs> difficult to, to know which one, if not both, <laughs> are to blame. You know, and, and, and
0: this is how they argue it.
1: <laughs> yes. and if you go back to the beginning, if you go back to the very beginning, we were we were on hooks whether we'd pass the Brexit deadline that Boris had promised his backers that he would have For
0: four years, we were on hooks with Brexit. No no no, oh, no, no, no,
1: no, 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 we, no. Yeah. We were with May and she was trying to do the logical thing, which was illogical, but she tried to do it in a logical way. But with Boris, he just wanted to do it. You know, like it was, oh, you remember the movie with... Um,
0: just get Brexit done, right?
1: Who's the guy that was in, um, oh, for God's sake, what's his name? No, Owen Wilson, the one who's always with him. And he was in a movie and his key ben catchphrase Filler. in this... And his catchphrase in the movie was, do it, just do it. And it was like that with Boris. It was just, don't care what we do, just do it. So it got to a point where we were on the verge of you know, coming to the midnight hour. And he's going, even if we don't have a deal, we're going to leave. And everyone's going, <laughs> it's like, what, what the four years? What the fuck four are you talking about, Boris? Even <laughs> if we don't years. have a deal? <laughs> four years, and we're going to just leave without a deal. And then, if you remember, the 11th hour, he got a deal, which was meant to be the best deal. It was, what was the quote, unquote, an oven-ready deal. That's the quote. He came back saying, it's a bit like Nick Chamberlain, you know, that time with the war, this piece of paper represents peace in our time. This was, I've got an oven-ready deal. Mm. We're gonna have the best Brexit ever. Now, if you go back to why we wanted Brexit, it was to prove that we could become a great nation again, that we can level up and, and do all the skills that we need in our own country.
0: To be the what? The Shining Beacons. <laughs> there you go. I can't
1: stay away from that one. But I'm to never going to let
0: them live that down.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine if you want to bring that one up. That's, that goes with all the other ones with the other ready deal and everything. So, so where are we now with this? So we're in a situation where, if you remember, Margaret Thatcher privatised all of the companies. So it's now cheaper to fly to Glasgow than it is to get a train to Glasgow with the private networks that we have on the train network. Bear in mind that in the 70s, all of this was nationalized. It was just all part of the country. The country ran it. And so you had the prices that were just fair for everyone. Now you've got private companies doing different things. So one train company might it might cost you £300. The other one might cost you £20. But it's just like the, the illogical of the whole thing. It's, um, and also, the idea was it was meant to be very competitive. So the idea was if you have train companies and you have gas companies and electric companies, they, if you have 20 companies, it's going to be very competitive. That was the plan under Thatcher. Move forward now to under Boris. And so we've got a chance to reclaim all this because industry and and uh, and the ability for the Englishman to create will come shining through. It will be the beacon. And where are we now? Jimmy? Where are we now? Let's let's just have a quick what's it called? Check, checklist of where we're at. So, and then I'm going to tell you all the things that we've covered on Curious Muse. We now have thousands of food um, uh,
0: Surpluses? No,
1: no, no. Food, what's it called now in the supermarkets where you pick up free food if if you're on the list? Food banks. Food banks. We've got thousands of food banks. We've probably got more food banks than we have banks now. So, you know, so we've got thousands of food banks because apparently Britain's doing great.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Then we've got a situation where we don't have enough drivers because most of our Heavy goods, heavy haulage drivers were from Europe. Mm-hmm.
0: They don't have drivers to bring us, and, and they all basically ran back. So, and and you know what? In fact, this kind of brings up this. What was it? The the fruit picking. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. They were trying exactly. to get Listen, oh, oh, no, we're all, still all on the English to go. And f- you know, pick, well, pick fruit well, over the summer.
1: The, the Home Secretary has said he's going to give temporary, short-term visas to haulage
0: drivers and fruit yeah. pickers. Ten thousand of them, I believe, was the figure, which is amazing considering we did absolutely everything we could do to get Brexit done to yeah. avoid situations like
1: this. But also, you have to remember that, 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 that we were told we would have the skills to do all these things. Mm. Right. Well, hold on. So hold on. So so a situation where. Even our drivers are now resigning. Now, why are they resigning? Because the com- because the food and the facilities for a long-term Woolwich driver in this country are disgusting. And that's not me. That's driver's saying this.
0: And so on top of know- that, I'm also hearing that nobody wants to do this paperwork. Nobody wants to sit in a queue for hours on end just to come into the well, UK.
1: We'd have to have a guess that most drivers were picked because of their... Um, literary skills you know like that wasn't the foremost thought when they went into the post yeah and same with fruit pickers that you know generally you do those jobs if you can't get the kind of jobs that require more academic skills and that's not trying to belittle anyone that's just saying actually there are certain tasks are certain jobs you can do where you don't have to worry about your you know your ability to fill out forms your ability to, to, to write documents and suddenly that's what these jobs have become mm. And also, but you see, I don't believe that the English drivers have to do that, but they just will not carry on. And they've been offered the triple of their money they had up to now, which shows you how poorly they were paid. And they're saying we don't want to do it anymore because the facilities and the food on the on the it's not the pay, it's the, it's the, it's the facilities and the food that we can't cope with. You know, like you can't. There's no way you can go toilet. You know, people say to you go do it in a bush. It's like well, sorry, I'm. That's not what I did this job for. You know, it's all stuff like that. Mm. so we haven't got enough drivers and then we can't bring enough food and gas and petrol into this country because we haven't got enough drivers
0: and why have we not got enough drivers
1: because we left Europe <laughs>
0: I, like this is becoming a circular argument. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, but the the thing is, you can go only—they're going to do everything they can to, but to blame themselves. It's its, it's like the turkeys. We all voted for Christmas, and then everyone's going, you yeah, know, it wasn't. We didn't want this Christmas. It's not the Christmas we vote for." And, and do you, you know, know, know what I mean? it's like—it really is that level of discussion. right? Really is that level of discussion, and oh, and and. God. So what are the benefits of being in Europe of sorry of leaving Europe? What are the benefits? We did We've a deal seen last no benefits. week. We did a we... deal last week with Australia and United States.
0: Great. To Which to, to or...
1: irritate China. Right. And to irritate France.
0: Right. Any and now, messages to that? Right, and, and we're also, in the midst of this, we're also accusing France of letting asylum seekers across the border. Right,
1: but that's that's a slightly different issue. But, but the fact that, OK, so we have but NATO... But
0: tied into this whole Brexit deal. This no, deal but before you, before you go there,
1: we have NATO and we have the European Union. And in both cases, France, England and Germany are central in those arguments. All right, And suddenly, England want to go alone with America and, and Australia, that great fighting nation... <laughs> um, to, to to combat China so let's just let's just do this on a basic level mathematically America seven well, no sorry, uh sorry what is it 380 okay. million people
0: about 3 340 million yeah
1: 340 so. England 70 Australia
0: 7
1: I mean
0: I don't I hate, I, know Australia I, hate
1: to know. Guess. I doubt Australia's much more than 30 million so we're not even got to half a million really against the nation has got 1.7 million people <laughs>
0: And to think they've got, like, you know, over a billion people. Yes, exactly. How many people do you think they're going to have in the water? You know, they've
1: got 1.7 billion and they're trying to cut down their population.
0: Like, I I could imagine they could have enough to have the population of Australia just in their naval fleets.
1: But you might not remember this, but when we had a war, Iraq versus Iran, it was in an unwinnable war because Iraq had the military hardware and Iran had the numbers. So it was Mm. never going to be completed. The problem with this, transferring this into this discussion is China also has the military hardware. You know they're going mm-hmm. into space; they've got the technology, probably better technology than the West. Why would you? Why would you want to tickle the belly of the bear? I don't get it. I don't understand why you would want to do that. What's the mm-hmm. point? And so we've done this union with the three. Now, when was the last? Can you remember the last action that England and the United States did on a military level? What their last joint episode was. Do
0: you mind? Interesting. Um,
1: it really shouldn't be that taxing.
0: No, I'm just thinking, is it Afghanistan? Yes. No, Syria, was it? No? no,
1: no, Afghanistan. It was the leaving of the Afghanistan was the last thing we did as, in unison.
0: Oh, right, okay, okay. I'm, no, I'm, that, was, was, that was the last conflict the last that we, we were involved in. Yeah, but you don't know if you it
1: doesn't have to call called the beginning or the end. That was the last conflict we were involved in together. And we left... Should we say under a hail of glory and respect? No, no, let's not put it that way. Uh, <laughs> we left with our tails between our feet, scurrying to push each other over to get to the airport. I mean, you can't write this stuff. You really can't. So we so now. There's talk of a European army being formed. If England and yes. America want to exclude, if England and America want to exclude France and Germany from there, from the thing. And bear in mind, Germany's in today. will have a new leader for the first time in 16 years.
0: Oh, wow. So Angela Merkel's gone.
1: She served, you know, again, this thing of how long you can serve. You can only uh, serve a certain amount of terms. Wow, she 16 served, years? Woo! I think she's done four terms of four years, I'm guessing. Or wow. three terms of five years, I don't know, something like that. But she's done her terms. She's done everything she can do. She can't stay anymore.
0: Well days. done to her. Well done to her. Salud. Right. I'm not sure how great of a, a prime minister. Is it a prime yeah. minister there or is it a president? I think it's she's president.
1: No, I think she's president.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, it whatever that it is.
1: It doesn't matter how good a job that Germans liked her. She was progressive for them. And mm-hmm. more importantly, she brought stability in Europe. Hater or lover, she brought stability. She was the one stable face across Europe in 15 years.
0: Do you know anything about the elections taking place? Like what's what's the, the mood is there? What's going on over there?
1: I mean, they liked Moto. I don't know what, who they're going to vote for next. It's on a knife edge between the two big parties. I don't know. But the point I'm trying to say to you is that person has to respond to the fact that that Europe is calling for a European army because it's been excluded from the Australian-American English deal of of, uh, nuclear warheads. (laughs) So that's another thing that we've achieved. And I remember the prelude to this would be Boris going over last year to Australia and telling us how great that we could do trading with the country that's the furthest one away from the United Kingdom (laughs) and rejecting (laughs) the one that's got 27 countries next door to us, we'd go to the one furthest in the world. Well, why would we do it, James? Can you remember why?
0: Because everything's more expensive
1: now. No, that's not what he said.
0: Oh, right. right. What, What did he say? What did he actually say?
1: He said, we can get really good quality Vegemite.
0: Oh yeah. brilliant, Brilliant. All the way from Australia. Let's buy. Okay, nice. Let's, let's <laughs> replace our bread, our potatoes, our rice, our fish, that, our like yeah, whatever. They've got. They've got, got they've yeah, got, great. A got real got stable fucking diet. That is right. No,
1: Australia has a wheat and and dairy in abundance.
0: I'm sure.
1: However, do you remember that you and I talk about quite a lot was the the uh, the conflict in the Panama Canal, the conflict of a boat. Blocking look at
0: that. The, the Suez Canal, yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry, the Suez Canal. You remember Swayze, that? Yeah. And yeah. We're going to wait for the products from Australia to be brought. Here. <laughs> how long does milk last, even if it's refrigerated? <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs>
0: They they could barely get the fucking refrigerated things that they needed for the COVID vaccines to take them long distance. Well,
1: we still haven't got that, and that's now to do with <laughs> right. <the Georgia>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you bring up do a,
0: stuff from Australia,
1: <laughs> but you mean you bring up another news item because that we can't do that. We can't refrigerate meats in this country now because we don't have enough CO two because of that whole thing we were talking about last week about they can't produce enough carbon dioxide from the fertilizer. So the government's mm-hmm. now going to. Subsidise a fertilising company in this country.
0: Oh, interesting! New markets popping up.
1: Well, it's not because it's not a new company. It's just they're just keeping it afloat. But Mm -hmm. why are they keeping that one afloat and not all of them? And B, why? What about all the other things that need to be kept? Right,
0: right. Who are the people involved? Do we know yet?
1: No, we won't. But we will be. You can you can guess where this is going, (laughs) Tom. And bear in mind, this is on top of this is on top of. Cutting universal credit, increasing national insurance. So this is this is hitting the poor as much as you can, and then giving subsidies to the companies that, that because they're not making profits. Can you see a theme here? Can you see a theme? I don't want to say it's typical. I don't want to say it's typical, Jamie, because in this day and age, I'm not even sure what typical means anymore. I don't, I, I don't know how many things are left in my lifetime that remain typical on any level. And, and do you remember, I think it was last week or the week before, the government was talking about one of the benefits of leaving Europe was, do you remember this?
0: The £350 million pounds for the NHS. No,
1: no, no, no. They're not, they're, that's long gone. We don't talk about that. Oh, long. not
0: not that one. No we're, no, still, no, we're not waiting for that anymore. No, oh, no, no, no. One? forget that. We've that's, written that off now.
1: Now that's COVID, going away. <laughs> Remember COVID, going away. <laughs> oh, we couldn't do
0: it. We oh, yeah. wasted COVID. more money
1: than that. We wasted more money than that, giving it to the husbands and wives of people that were in cabinet. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Let's ignore that for a moment. Ooh. One of the benefits is we can revert back to the 1950s scale of measurements.
0: Oh, how delightful.
1: Now, it will be delightful. Imagine you go to a fish shop and you want some fish. Instead of doing it in the metric way, you can do it in the pre-metric way. Or I can't remember—is it the metric way? I can't remember which is which anymore. But we, we spent most of my childhood relearning from the old system we had to the new one that we're <laughs> using in Europe. So anyone who's older than me will have real problems that they spent all of their life trying to get their heads round. Say, for example, how, if I said to you how tall are you? Right, I or would,
0: would you say, say I'm five ten.
1: Right, so that's the old. But we yeah. were meant to learn the metric way, which was 157 meters. Away, you know I can't remember <laughs> so for example if I was a weed dealer well not what am I measuring it in these days what scales am I using
0: grams
1: but will I have to change that
0: because we're going back
1: to the old system <laughs> And of the Here's a good Richard. question,
0: though. Here's a good question. Are weed dealers actually going to abide by the change in the metric system? Well, well,
1: the problem is, that, you know,
0: otherwise they're going to be out of step with the new Britain. <laughs> <laughs> They've you got to keep what? up with their customers. It. It's going to impact the amount of, of drugs that's brought in, into this country in terms of the volume. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to actually use the same the same measurement system. officially. There's a whole Even range locally, of questions. we're one of the biggest cannabis providers. But, uh, See, I told students, you, I believe, um, in the world. There's a. I told, you,
1: a... I, I told you we 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 become we'll become starlights in all these areas now because
0: we've left Europe. Mm. But it, it all mm. seems like people are being locked out.
1: But no, but they've got this situation. We I sent you that cartoon today, where uh, you know the, the home security. But, uh, boats stop the immigrants on their semi-secure rafts and say to them can you drive a goods Goodsler can you drive a, you know sort of stop <laughs> weeding them out so that they can actually help the country <laughs> and imagine Amazing. imagine you came from Holland and you were given a temporary visa for the UK until Christmas right I wonder what your response would be. And I don't speak Dutch, but if you want to put it into English, I wonder what your response would be. If you were a good drunk from Holland, and they said to you, "We're going to give you a visa for two two and a half months, so you can drive your horse to Britain and back," fuck right off. And that's the that's the clean and polite version, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, that is the clean. I mean, I think you think of much worse. That in red light areas, that the terminology would be far worse. Than that. Far worse.
0: <laughs> um, sure.
1: So, so that's what we've been covering with this week. And we've got a situation where the poorest people are being hit the worst. There's still no accommodating the very poor, Marcus Freshwood's gone on and about how the poor need to have proper food and diet, and he said it's getting worse, not better. Totally ignoring it. All of these things, and yet the government's happy to subsidise companies if they're on their, I would imagine, their support list on some level. So that's where the great is in Britain, and I would imagine... You're probably better off spelling it G R A T E rather than G R E A T, because I'm sure that after a while, Britain is beginning to grate on people's nerves.
0: Boom, boom,
1: and that's how we roll.
0: Is how we roll, and that's all we've got time for today on. The curious anarchy podcast another episode of curious muse with jermaine and mark but can i just stop you there because i just want to inform people around the world
1: if you're if you're listening to this now just listen to jermaine gregory compared to other hosts on tv shows you listen to and realize what you're missing out on on a daily level when some of those people and i'm going to refer to them as comedians because they in comparison to his style they are jokers um so, ladies and gentlemen, please tune in to the, to the Curious Anarchy uh, podcast, because you're going to see a level of professionalism, a level of questioning, a level of open-mindedness you'll struggle to find anywhere in any of your media, anywhere in the world. I don't care where you are, even if you're in Guam, you're going to struggle with this. So, I've been Marky, and my, my superb co-host is...
0: Jermaine and that just before actually we go, you mentioned Guam. We've recently had Poland and hey. the Netherlands join right, us. Right, right. So, I'm lucky quite, I mentioned Holland in that
1: one. It was quite mentioned...
0: apt that you mentioned them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <There you laughs> so go. shout
0: out to the Netherlands. Hey, ho. Oh. That's all from us for today. Thank you so much. Oh, Jermaine, so just to leave much.
1: you with this thought. Go on. One of the hardest things i found in Amsterdam, this is for our Dutch listener, Um. One of the hardest things I found in Amsterdam was to go into a coffee shop and actually get a cup of coffee. I'll leave you with that thought. Have a lovely <laughs> Sunday.
0: Good man. That's all. Thank you so, so very much. Tune in. Follow, like, subscribe. Hit us up on the Twitter and the Instagram at underscore curious anarchy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.